Hello, everybody. This is Gosha from Cosmic Agency. How are you? Thank you so much for watching my video from Sweden. It was like, um, it was a personal private trip and I wanted just to share with you some of the magic of the place. So thank you. Thank you so much for watching and for your nice comments. Today, I would like to share with you uh, some information regarding two topics. First, I would talk, I would want to talk about the extended reincarnation loop cycles for soul loop cycles. This is something that was new to me when I started talking with Varu. And I'm going to explain what I mean by the, by the loops of the soul. And then I would like to uh, just mention some information about Black Knights, Black Knights, satellites, ships. What are they? Are they negative? Are they positive? So first, the, the loops. This is very interesting topic, very metaphysical, very deep and very interesting for anybody who is interested in how their soul works and how the reincarnation system works. Because I have always thought that the reincarnation is simply something linear. You are, I'm Gosha, then I'm going I'm to become Anne, and then I will become Jessica, and then I will be this, and then I will be that. And it will continue forever until, you know, through different personalities and different people, each time different people. However, as it turns out, your souls are sometimes, usually, uh, are, not in a linear progression of reincarnations, but they are actually in loops. So you keep repeating the cycles, going back to being the same person, the same person. Now, so for example, there could be seven people identified as one soul experiencing different reincarnations and going back to repeat the same reincarnations. It's not actually, she, uh, she told me, it's not actually uh, uh, the same loop. So you are not going back to repeat exactly the same experience. It's actually a spiral. It's a spiral. So you are going back to be the same person, but each time there's something different. There are variants of the scenarios and of the, of the story of your life. So yes, yeah, sometimes you can remember, could be deja vu, could be explained that way also. So, so, so this is what we were talking about. It's very exciting for me because I never, I never knew about this. This was new for me. So I asked her some questions about this loop situation. I said, okay, Svaru, do we share the same soul with those other people in, in the loops? Like we have the same soul. She says, you don't share it. It is the same, same soul, past and future experience of the same one. Just a change in attention focal point. What's also interesting that here in 3D, we are not aware of this process and we cannot even identify other components of the loop cycle. But from the 5D, it's more normal, it's quite normal to be interacting with your other selves, with your other use from the future or past incarnation. And why are you interacting with your future and past incarnation at the same time if they are future or past? Because time is an illusion. Time actually does not exist. And these future or past reincarnations only seem so because the loop makes it look like it's 
linear, like like it's like it's like 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 it follows some kind of time pattern. But actually, there is no time, so it's just an illusion. That's why you can interact with your future and your past reincarnation at the same time. Uh, it's very normal in five D to know your other use and and talk to them and identify yourself in another person as as you. So she says, it's natural here. It's how universe works. Actually, it's not even natural here. It's everywhere because we are also involved in that loop system. It's just we are not aware of it. So it's natural. It's how the universe works. However, it's taking the English language to its breaking point in terms of descriptive capability of things it's not designed to do. This is important. In our language, actually in every language, there are words if there are concepts first to be to be expressed if there is no concepts so if there is no concept so the word sometimes doesn't even exist like for example there are societies that don't have money so the money word doesn't exist on the other hand when i just went to to sweden and there is a indigenous sami culture there and they have 200 different words to describe snow so if the concept doesn't exist in our psyche it's there are no words the language doesn't express it. So that's why she had a hard time explaining this to me as we don't have the English resources within the vocabulary to describe these concepts so deep metaphysically. So that's why it was hard. And now she explained to me that this loop, it cannot be really proven scientifically. Rather, it's based on the empirical experience and shared memory of those involved in the loop more of a sp spiral loop. Be it's because we have talked with others about this. It's the, it's the principal way to identify your other use. Remembering and cross-checking and comparing events, also your likes and priorities in life. The spectroscope that we have, it's a machine that reads your soul, almas, frequencies. Uh, alma is a soul in Spanish. So, it's a machine that that also works and is also giving conclusive data, but it's only a tool. It's another piece of data. A major way to confirm this is through comparing and sharing the information and the memory, because as you remember, they actually can remember uh, more, more or less three past lives. So if they remember, then they can they can find someone who is living exactly the life they lived. So they know it's, it's, it's them. Now, uh, and she was, she was talking to me about one of the loops. And she was describing me an example of a loop where there are six people involved. And they, these are the ones identified. This means that there could be more people in the loop, in each loop, but they are not identified yet. She's saying that with their higher density, you also have a higher awareness. So with a higher awareness, you are aware of these things. It's more normal. This is where she says, this is where our looking like humans physically ends. This is where our similarity ends. Because as you can see, our thinking differs profoundly in this, in this case. Also, it's very important to notice that even though there could be six people in the loop, on a more metaphysical level, open level, and when you open the loop, we are all in the same loop, actually. It's not like the universe is made of millions of separate loops. They are separate. They look like they are, but 
but on the higher level of the onion, we are all in the same loop. We are all just one person. So we have to remember that. She's just talking about this, this closed loop within the larger loop. Sometimes it is possible to break out of the loop and follow something else if the soul has feels that it has completed whatever it, it was meant to complete. Why do we actually complete, uh, re- repeat the loops? Because mostly because we feel we are not done with something we have, we have, we have not accomplished. So we want to repeat. We want to pair. It ties with, it ties with the concept wrongly perceived of karma that we need to pay off something that we need to repair the errors. And like we are not enough, like we haven't done enough. So we need to go back and repeat that. So she's saying, even though it's very normal here to know your other incarnations and interact with your other use, it is also understood that while we are in different bodies and having different experiences, we still are different people. So yes, it's not like you are meeting your other you, it's complete reflection of yourself. No, it could be a completely different person with different personality and different experiences. One could have a child and the other one doesn't want to have children. Um so, so each time, and this is something interesting too, each time you have an experience, each time you go back to be you, okay, but as I said, it's not exactly the same you, it's you, but it's in a spiral, so it's like a different version of you. Each time you experience you again, you share, you 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 grow and you expand and you enrich your soul because your soul, it's not something that you are born with and that's it. It's not something given from the soul. You make and you build your soul as you go. She says it, it, it here in 5D, it is widely accepted that you don't have a soul. You build it as you go. You are creating your soul as you go along with your intention and with your experience. Source didn't make your soul. You made it. This is both empowering, but also a great, great self-responsibility. Yes. I would like to deepen this concept more with Varu when or if she comes back. So I hope this is interesting for you. For me, it's very interesting. Now, something that makes it more complicated for them is when they start to jump timelines. Like Zvaru, when you start to jump timelines, you can actually find your other selves from other loops in other timelines. So it's getting very complicated. She says, what makes things much more complicated here are the ships and the artificially moving throughout timelines, altering them. Yes, as I said, every loop is different. It's not exactly the same, even though Zvaru remembers some of her, some of their experience. But the details are different. This also ties in with the interference, with the non-interference, why they don't like to interfere too much. And now we can see that the reasons for non-interference in human affairs are quite metaphysical because once you interfere with one component of the loop, you actually affect all other incarnations of the loop. You, you affect the entire loop of your soul. So, for example, if they have a 3D component of themselves in a 3D matrix and the other part of that soul, another incarnation, is in 5D, 
living life because it's not just limited to being in 5D or only in 3D. Your loop could be 3D, 5D, 5D, 3D, 3D, 7D. So once they interfere with the 3D component, you affect the whole loop system. That's why it's important not to interfere. That's why, as you see, there are many metaphysical complex reasons behind non-interference with 3D components of our souls. Uh, it's quite it's quite complicated, yes. I asked her because she was explaining to me how she would like to break out of her loop and go, go back to 7D because she is a starseed from 7D. That's where she feels her, her, her essence, her more authentic essence is. So she would like to go back there. So I said, why are you then loop? Why are you looping then? Why can't you go get out? She, who is programming this loop? Who is programming and enforcing this loop system? And she says, I don't think anyone in, is programming the looping system as it's not part of the 3D matrix. It's part of the original matrix, the looping system. So the ones who are programming the loop is us all. I mean, you and I and everybody, whoever is in the loop, with your in wishes and your intention. The higher matrix has no archontic manipulators. It's all source. Having said that, the 3D interaction part or the parts of the loop we are in that are submerged in 3D are or can be causing the loop, at least partially, because the 3D component of the loop is fogging the perception of the loop components under that 3D matrix. So having said that, for example, if you're in a loop, if you happen to be in the system with your other use in 5D, future, past, or whatever, and maybe even 7D or even beyond, you being here could be, uh, I wouldn't say responsible, but could be, yeah, okay, I'll use it, say that. I, re responsible for not being able to break out of the whole loop system and ascend into the higher levels even. That's how I understand it. Because your 3D soul component is under the limitations and has the, has a fogged, foggy perception of the reality. It has forgotten itself. So that's why your 5D and 7D soul components need you also to awaken so the whole loop can be freed and liberated. That's why there's a great responsibility on us, on a 3D component of our soul, to, to, to get out of this and to wake up. This is, this is where the, this is where the job is. I mean, they up there, ourselves in the other levels, they are already free in some way. And not, not a total way yet, but they are freer. And here we, we, we are, we are more trapped. So it's, it's, that's why it's so important to wake up within the 3D while we are here. It's so important to do this waking up and realization of, of things here, uh, to release the whole loop. Uh, so this is, this is crazy stuff, right? Very sci-fi, very out there. This is new for me also. This is what she told us. Uh, but I definitely resonate with this. It makes sense. It opens my mind greatly. It explains a lot of things. You know, it could even explain strange memories that you have. It's, it's 
Yeah, well, a lot of a lot of things, and just you know, it it shows that our being is so much more, so much more than just this, and even our future and the past reincarnation. It's there is so much more, and it's and us, our soul is happening somewhere at the same time right now. It's 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 crazy when you think about it, but at the same time, for me at least, it's very it's highly exciting and. <laughs> and trippy all at the same time so there is so much more to our being so much more to our being i will end with this this part of my talk today okay ready for a less spiritual less metaphysical part of this uh, video well now i would like to talk about the black knights the black knights the black knights the strange ships uh, because there's so, so much information about them being negative or positive. So people who were asking me, are they negative or are they positive? The Black Knights. She's saying, not negative. They are all Class L Alpha Centauri fighter ships. They are Federation ships enforcing the blockade, the reptile blockade. And they are directly under Asket's command. That was back in June. I don't know the situation right now. We are not in communication. Of course, they will be seen as negative as they are working against the cabal and the media they control. They are negative from their point of view, not negative for their people. So it's important who, where, where the information is coming from. If something, someone says it's negative or positive, where it is coming from, where it is filtered from, what is the original source? And sometimes it's difficult to know the original source because what you think is the original source could be washed down from someone else and you don't know who that someone else is really working for. So they also say, the military downed one, one of these black knights, some time ago. That is not true. It may come from the fact that one, one of them crashed in February 2016. But it crashed on its own, nothing to do with the cabal. It was internal engine failure. So I asked her, okay, what about how, how was it retrieved? Was it retrieved? Was it found? How did the information, how did the information get to earth? She says, it, uh, by the way, I'm getting somewhere with this story. You understand the morale, the final and end of the story. It didn't crash on Earth. It crashed at high speed against the Andromedan biosphere ship. I was close to the impact zone at that time as I was in my ship, private ship, Susie, in the hangars when the L ship was attempting to land. The seven crew managed to eject to safety, but the ship was destroyed. I was talking to a friend while on Susie landed in the hangar in the ship when I heard distress call from the crew of the Alfratan L-class ship. I ran to the bridge of Susie to hear the intercom. It looks like a magnetic bear. I don't understand this because I'm not scientific and so I don't know. It looks like a magnetic bearing in the starboard engine failed. 
due to overheating of the superconductor cables. So the turbine pinned out of center, scraping the side of the engine housing, causing an explosion. The crew of the L-ship, fearing another explosion, throttled up the other engine to get to the base fast and then lost control over it, not being able to decelerate. They tried to stop the ship, but could not, and they had to eject the cockpit with the seven-people crew, all safe. But the ship slammed against the Andromedan ship at a high rate of speed, and unfortunately not everyone in it managed to evacuate the decks where the L-class impacted. Three decks were damaged and two people died there, and another lost arm and leg and was severely burned and survived. But he has his limbs back now because they have their med pot, medical pot where they can have everything grow, grow back to normal. So I asked her, as you, as you can see, the accidents also happen in, in the orbit, even now uh, with the extraterrestrial ships. So of course. So I asked, how would that information reach Earth then? being distorted then to us shooting it down. How did it reach us? People were saying that we shot down one of those black knights, where in fact, this is the real story. And she says, well, she says, because there were a lot of moles, spies back then. They're all gone now since we had the clone attack. Just this is my final end of the story. The clones... Are a serious threat, as you can see. They are um, they are they are threat not just to us but also for them. They are uh, the Pleiades themselves are sometimes under clone attacks where they get the information, then they bring it back to Earth and they seed misinformation or whatever. It's it's very complicated, very complicated story behind behind curtains of our society affairs well just that i just wanted to to share that because i was i was reading about this yesterday and i found it interesting as a as a as a part of their normal life routine in the orbit because that's what she said oh just another day in the orbit normal stuff for us normal stuff for us that's for people who say that they don't do anything that they are not doing anything they are they are risking their lives they're risking their lives. As you see, uh, two of them uh, died, for example, in this operation. So um, interesting, interesting, interesting stuff. Thank you very much. I'm going to continue sharing with you more videos. The plan is that I have some more, quite a lot of videos to share with you from my channel, uh, from my Spanish channel. I will translate them into English. And later, I will actually start translating some of the most interesting information that Robert has shared on his channel, because he has even more videos than me. I will just have to make a summary of the most interesting, important information, and I'm going to share that slowly. I will try try to make it not so slowly. Uh, so thank you so much again for your time. I know time is precious, so I'm going, I'm leaving. Until next time. Bye-bye.